All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. It's been my podcast for uh, a lot of years now. Oh, my God. My cosmic timing. At least it was right on the money once in my fucking life. I had a weird experience today in the locker room at the gym. Where's that going? I know, it's a pretty good setup, right? That can go anywhere. But some guy, so I'm going over to the gym with my broken foot, of course. My broken foot in the boot that I got to wear around the clock, like a cast, for two weeks. And my biggest panic was about drifting off the exercise routine. Primarily because, I don't know, it took a lifetime to establish. Um, I know there's part of me that wants nothing to do with it. And I somehow have been victorious over that part of me. And I'm trying to just deal with this broken foot. And again, it's not cancer, not losing a foot, not losing a hand. Uh, I'm not, you know, there's a lot of things to be grateful for. It's not even necessarily as bad a broken foot could be. As bad as, it's not an ankle. It's a metatarsis. It's my fifth uh, metatarsal down towards the uh towards the um the heel not up towards the toe so it's a little it's a little delicate trying to avoid surgery here people but uh but a lot goes through my mind i you know what maybe maybe we don't we don't need to talk about this right away i would like to say bobby lee is on the episode today bobby lee who i love the last time he was on was 13 years ago. That's crazy. Episode 137. He's had a whole life since then. Lots of movies, lots of TV shows, including Reservation Dogs. He's got a couple of podcasts that do very well. Tiger Belly and Bad Friends with Andrew Santino, the devil. He's dead. Andrew Santino, sent by the devil, but in a good way. A lot of times the devil sends some pretty pleasant people. I think Burt Kreischer's mad at me. I don't know. Did I say something about Burt Kreischer? I saw him last night. He seemed mad at me. I guess I could text him. I, you know, it's weird. I'm getting older and sometimes, you know, I say shit again. For years, I was very careful about saying shit. And I might have said a little something. All it takes is a little something. You'll see. I t- I'll talk to Bobby here. He's very sensitive. Take, and I'm, I'm just one of those people that if I say something that's got a barb to it, it's fucking, you know, it's going to be hard to remember. It's like a fucking fish hook getting it out. And you remember it. And that's why I can't do that stuff lightly. I got to, I still got to be careful. Some pla- sometimes it comes out of a place. And I always think it's pretty funny. And I think it's honest. But, you know, you got to pay the price. That's a, a lot of that stuff. All these guys that say you can't say anything anymore. I think if you apply that to saying it about people you know, then it, it, it makes sense as to why that anytime you say something, there's, there's going to be consequences. If you know it's got a barb to it, if it's, got a, if it's got a little, the possibility of a puncture wound, then someone's going to be like, ow, what the fuck? And, uh, you know, there's degrees of that, but it doesn't go away easy, even after it heals. They'll, years later, see that? That's from that thing you did, that thing you said consequences i guess is the point i'm trying to make but anyway bobby and i 
We go back as far as we go back, however far that is, when I got to L.A. But, you know, he's like the funny, funniest fuck. He's one of the funniest fucks out there fucking being funny. And uh, and I see him all the time. And this always it's always sometimes, not always, a little weird because he thinks I'm thinking something or he thinks I'm acting a certain way or he thinks I'm looking at him weird. Sensitive guy. I'm a sensitive guy. But I got nothing but love for this guy. So... I think that comes through with this conversation. It's pretty funny. We're pretty funny together. And he's a guy that I can bust some balls with a little bit. I don't know if you people are new to the show or what. I don't know when you came in, but sometimes there are people that I'll, I'll bust balls on a little bit. And it's usually not anybody. It's not anybody that I know can't take it. It's usually a rapport. It's usually who I, someone who I assume will take a couple of good shots at me or kind of bring me down a little bit. Goes back and forth. That's the fun of it. It doesn't happen anywhere else in my life anymore but here. Sometimes at the comedy store. <laughs> Sometimes I say things in the hallway. Me and Bobby had a good time. We, you know, we're doing some of these repeat guests because we realized like 13 years was the last time I had him on the show. Now, this is not a, a regular round-robin thing. I don't have a crew of people that I run through this thing every few months. I should, only because there are some people I like talking to, mostly comics. And some of these people that are doing a second time or a third time have not been on since they were children. Almost children. My show at the Castro Theater in San Francisco is this Saturday, and it's sold out. Next month, I'm in Portland, Maine at the State Theater on Thursday, March 7th. Medford, Massachusetts at the Chevalier Theater on Friday, March 8th. Providence, Rhode Island at the Strand Theater on Saturday, March 9th. Terrytown, New York at the Terrytown Music Hall on Sunday, March 10th. Atlanta, Georgia, I'm at the Buckhead Theater on Friday, March 22nd. Madison, Wisconsin at the Barrymore Theater on Wednesday, April 3rd. Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Turner Ballroom on Thursday, April 4th. Chicago at the Vic Theater. Friday, April 5th, Minneapolis at the Pantages on Saturday, April 6th. Austin, Texas at the Paramount Theater on Thursday, April 18th as part of the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. And I've got shows coming up later in the year in Montclair, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Detroit, Charleston, South Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, Vancouver, and Seattle. Go to WTFPod.com slash tour for tickets. All right. You got it? For those of you following along, uh, Hertz um, made right by me. Hertz refunded me the money for the five days they charged me for on a rental that I only had for one day. They came through. I don't know if they, they would have come through. I, I pestered them, but they did their investigation. They checked the tape, I guess. But either way, that resolved itself. I just want people to know that there's hope in the world. A lot of times we get into tussles with these big corporations and we have to relent. We have to buckle. We have to say to ourselves, it doesn't really fucking matter, does it? It's not that. Why am I? I'm not going to return it. What's the point? Whatever the case is. Why complain? Who am I even talking to? Did that email go anywhere? But Hertz, I pestered them because that was a big chunk of change and it was just ridiculous. But whatever. Worked out okay. There's hope in the world. There's, there's fights to be fought with, with, with car rental agencies anyways.
So the broken foot thing, I don't know. Look, the doc said, you know, keep the boot on all the time and you can walk on it. Just don't take the boot off. Fine. So I'm freaking out about the, about the exercise, just about like adjusting my mindset, you know, and I'm going to keep blaming Hoka shoes. Be careful with those fucking Hoka's. They're like wearing heels. There's like four fucking inches of foam under your back, uh, under the heel for running. But I mean, I just, you know, I, I came down with weights and that, that heel just like I had a little twist to it and that thing went right under me. I'm not saying they're bad shoes. I'm just saying don't use them for just working out. Not the ones with those two to three inch fucking foam heels. All you got to do is come down on it a little bit wrong and boom. You're fucking wearing a boot. You're busting an ankle. But I knew it was coming, you guys. You know, you keep exercising throughout your life. When you get old, you're kind of just waiting for it, man. You're kind of just waiting for it. But here's the thing. So I think I'm going to be okay. And I know you're all just worried about this. I think I can do the the the, the bike. I can do the bike with the back on it. Uh, and I can work out my upper body. Bike will take care of my ass and my legs. And I'll work out on the upper body. And I can drive um pretty good everything's all right so but it's weird what people say you, you're walking around like i i realize I, I go to the gym i never see anybody with broken foot why not am i the only one breaking their feet these days but people at the gym you know everyone's got advice i walk into the fucking locker room and some guy i don't know he goes hey mark oh what happened i said I broke my foot he's like man when it rains, it pours with you, huh? Everything. You know, and if, when something happens, it's all the way. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah, it just seems like you're one of those guys. Just when it rains, it pours. I'm like, all right, take it easy. It happens. Bum me out, that guy. And then right away, another guy walks in. It's like, oh, I had to wear one of those for months. I had to cast up to my waist. And then they put it down to my knee. And then I got finally got one of those. What a, I felt like freedom. It's like, you'll be all right a few months month and a half. I had to wear one another time. Just sharing, sharing war stories about wearing a boot. Man, and I just, like, I hope that other guy heard that. This is how you talk to somebody. You don't be like, geez, man, it's black cloud over your head. God, I'm surprised you get, you can do anything. How are you, how do you have any uh, have uh, confidence or, or hope at all? When it rains, it pours, man. Look at you, your broken foot. What's next? Shut the fuck up. Holy jeez. Just talk to me about your experience with breaking something. Okay, so Bobby Lee, this is how you do it. This is where this goes. What do you, this one, the one with John Oliver. This is how comics go. This is how we do it. Bobby's uh, in the upcoming movie Drugstore June. Which, which comes out February 23rd. That's Esther Pavitsky's movie with uh, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, James Remar's in it, Bobby, a couple other comics. It's funny. I liked it. So this is me uh, just, you know, coming right into it here. We're coming right into it with Bobby Lee.
I just farted. I'm so sorry, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I was so rude. I'm so sorry. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. I'm so sorry. What? What'd you... I'm sorry. What'd you eat? Maybe it won't come over here. It will. I'm so sorry, dude. Maybe take a break for a second. Wait. Spray it. I'll just spray this hand sanitizer. Right, okay, good. Yeah? Yeah, that's good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Does, you, does your gas frighten you? It frightens me, yeah. <laughs> What's well, the kind of foods I eat, you know? I eat late. But but that's not a kind. What do you mean? That's a time. Yeah, it's a time. It's not, it's not a kind, it's a time. I have a time food thing. Because I had like four in the morning, I, had, I was so hungry, I was sleeping, I was like, yeah. I'm going to get McDonald's because I know they just opened the breakfast. Yeah. At five in the morning. Yeah. And I, I got uh, Egg McMuffin and stuff like that. And then I sleep right after I eat it. Yeah. So I think it just brews in my stomach. Yeah. While I'm sleeping. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to start that way. You don't? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to start like that. I don't want to start that it's way. It's too late. But how do you open it? You don't have like a jingle jangle song or whatever? Yeah, I don't do that now. Oh. Where'd you... <laughs> Oh, you don't do Jingle Jangle now? No, Jingle Jangle, you drop it in later. Oh, I didn't know I'm that. I'm sorry. Did I really teach you how to tell time? Yeah, you did. It's crazy. Why? What do you mean why? You're you're a grown person. Yeah, it but just I, never made sense to you. Well, why, why would I need to learn it? Oh, because you grew up without clocks. Yeah, I, no, all... I mean, we, we, we always had digital. Right. Yeah, and then as a kid, I just didn't care what time it was. Mm. My parents were like, oh, it's six o'clock, come inside. You know, yeah. They didn't do that, you know? No. No, I just found it was interesting. It was a very exciting moment on your podcast to uh, to teach you how to read a clock. It was huge, and now I read it at like at train stations. Oh yeah, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, it's a I, whole other thing. It's you have. great. Thank you for that skill set. I really appreciate it. And I haven't been here in how long? That's a good question. Four years, maybe. God, I wonder when that was. It feels like it was longer than four so years. So long ago, because it's Doesn't the old it? house. It's the old house. Yeah. So hold on, we can find that out. So you, I've been to your house, though, right? You've been to my house, yeah. Oh, no, dude. You were here a long time ago, dude. How long? Oh, boy. 2011? Oh, no. Yeah. There's no way. 2011, Bobby Lee. Wow. That's like 12, I know, years ago. dude. Wow. Can you believe that? That's insane. Well, could I say something, too? Yeah, sure. I feel like I, I like you more now. Yeah. I feel like we're more friends. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, you know, I, I really grew to like you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not weird or. Well, I think before that there was like, and, and sometimes it, I think you liked me more and it, and also like you made assumptions about what I was thinking all the time. Well, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, but I mean, even up to like a year ago, I'd come up to you and you'd be like, what, what are you doing? No, because that's in in a joking tone. Yeah, no, you know, no we we yeah. laugh about that. But sure. I think ten years ago, yeah, I think I I think I was right about some things. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I okay. I don't want to start a fight with you, but I I just want to say I think that maybe like twelve years ago you were in a different place in your life. Probably. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And I thought I think that you were in a. You you were more moody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's I was trying to like. But I never not liked you. I know, but in my mind, when you're moody, I'm like, oh, uh -huh. Mark, don't say hi. Oh, oh, I see. Right, so. and then some of your intros were always like weird sometimes. Yeah, your intros were weird. My intros now they're great. Oh, you mean on the show? No, when we do stand up, like 14 years ago, your intros oh, were oh, fucking oh, terrible. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I swear to God, you said one time. He he likes to give energy and dance like a clown because he, he he wants you to like him. Really? Something like that. No, I don't think so. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was in the back of the room going, uh oh, oh, this is gonna be bad. And then you you build a resentment too. You're like, oh, this guy, <laughs> this guy doesn't like me. Uh, and now you're like very respectful. 
And I think because you're in a different place, I think. Well, okay. I, you know, I, I think that's probably, <laughs> like, I don't know if I, whenever someone tells me I say something awful, I hear them say it to me and I'm like, I wouldn't have phrased it like that. No, you phrase it differently. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> but, but, in, but in your mind, he's a clown and he wants you to like him. <laughs> yeah. He uses energy. I think you used energy, right? And his personality for, oh, you know, oh, something oh, like that. Oh. So, so what I was doing was undercutting everything about your actual jokes. Yeah, I, it doesn't even. It's not that, Mark. It's just like okay. Why would you do that? Right? What? Why would I do that? Is that's a question? I, I, okay, okay. It's I believe you, and I apologize. But you you already apologized. I by, know. We're we're past that. I know that, but I like hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have any other good stories where I'm a dick? <laughs> no, no. Because now I look at you and I I forget about those times. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, oh, Mark, I want to go say hi, and we talk, and I tell you my problems. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah, we have a, we have a better relationship. I think we we broke through into a better place when you kind of pulled your shit together for the second time or third time or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The last time. The last time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Two years ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I have given <laughs> dickish intros. You have? Yeah. Why? I don't think I know that I'm doing it. Like, I, I think, like, I, depending on how my set went— and how cranky I am at the end of it. Yeah. But like, Dove Davidoff will never, never, I, I, I know. never uh, talk to me. Really. I heard about that. Yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. And on top of that, I was using the R word. I guess it was before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did you, did you, do you I remember? Call, I used to call him the thinking man's retard. But he is. I know. It's a perfect yeah, description. Yeah, yeah. He's it was a it was the bit he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, it But well, I because I, I love him, so I, I wanna like I, you know, I don't wanna are you saying that he's on stage isn't who he really is? Yes. Yes. I guess I get Yeah, I yeah. mean and he's been doing that forever. Just sort of like the, hey, hey, yeah, you know, he's like taking his jacket off half the time. But don't you and, think that's a case for all of us a little or no? No, of course. I mean I'm not like again. It's it's hard for me when I see someone doing something so abstract to their real personality. Yeah. I know it's a bit, but I mean, that's the bit he's doing is how I described it. I mean, I think you do a bit, but you're pretty much yourself. You just like, amplified. Amplified, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you do an energy thing in the clowning. <laughs> God, fucking, you fucking. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I sort of fucking got it. It just, brings, it just brought me back, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it hurts. But it does, and I'm fine. I'm over it. You know what I'm mean? Kidding. It's so fun. I'm kidding. It's so fun. But yeah, um, no. you're right. I mean, but let me see if I, if I fight. You know what you do that's mm-hmm. so interesting to me? Yeah. Like, if I think of Mark Maron, I go, yeah. oh, he's confident. He knows who he is. Yeah. And all that. But you still have little paranoias. Oh, dude, totally. That's why we get along. I know you think that way every time you say that about me. It's like, what are you talking about? You're Mark Maron. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, (laughs) because I know because I see you think like you'll you'll see somebody on stage. I don't like following this guy. Yeah, you know they're gonna you know the audience is gonna like you know know, and it's like I'm thinking to myself, you're fucking Mark Maron. What the fuck are you talking about? But don't you feel those things? Yes, I do. Yeah, but then when I see you do it, I go, oh, I see that in myself. Yeah, and I I don't like it. Yeah, it never goes away. (laughs) I know, but do you like it? That part of me? Yeah, it's No, stu- it drives me nuts, dude. It doesn't make any sense. It just drives me nuts. No, but th- does it not make sense? I mean, I mean, I know when I'm going to have to struggle, and, and I don't know that I feel like it, 
You know, there's sometimes I can follow somebody and it's a nice even keel. Or let me ask you, who do you, I'll get, I'll get to tell you who mine, who, who do you, you not like following? Um, Sebastian in the main room can be tricky. Tricky, yeah. Um, but that's, but can I tell you why? It's because it's a whole different time zone. No, that's not why. Why? Well, don't get angry. I'm not, I'm not angry. I have, a, I'm my, never own gonna, never I have my own point of view. I have my own point of view. I'm never going to get angry. I think this is the theory right. on Sebastian. Yeah. A lot of his audience, like I, 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 I follow him in the improv. Yeah. And when I bought, st- when I went up on stage, yeah. I looked in the audience. I go, oh, this audience is completely different. Yeah. It's older women, suburbany, suburbany. Yeah. And then I go, what the fuck? You know, you know, and I say, you know what I mean? I go and I poke my penis. Yeah. They're horror on their faces. <laughs> so I think it's the, I think it's his audience yeah. that comes in. Anyway, so yeah. Sebastian, who else? Well, no, I, I noticed that the other night. I, I played the Ice House. Oh, my God, why? I don't know why, because, you know, oh that I never do it. Here, I'll tell you why, because it's crazy, and I think you would appreciate it. For some reason, you know, like, here, here's the deal. Uh, the other night I was watching TV during the Golden Globes, and I saw Robert Downey Jr. on some dumb medicine commercial. And I'm like, <laughs> how much could that fucking guy need? And it dawned on me that no, no matter how much you respect somebody for how long, like, you know, if they're up there and you're like, that guy's the real deal, yeah. eventually they will get old and do anything for money. And and it's kind of disheart- disheartening. Yeah. But the point I'm making is that that guy, Siratella, who I never work for, I never do those shows, but he's like, you want to do the new Ice House? I'm like, will you give me cash? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll give you cash. I'm like, all right. And it was just about, I don't know, it's not even that I need it that much. Yeah. But that's why I did it. But the thing that we're talking about, like I had to follow Neelan, and I had to follow Sebastian. And they're both pretty difficult because they're very dug in. You know, like, whatever I do, it's pretty it's pretty really me. Yeah. And those guys are really not them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it's an act. Yeah. For some reason, I never see what I do as an act. Mm. And it fucks my head up. Okay, but I don't, I don't really want to follow Burr ever. Yeah. Because um, that's, that's when I heard it. Oh, the yeah. The other night, yeah. And uh, I don't... And you know he usually won't bump me, you know. But uh, but the rest I can manage, mm. you know. Really, um, it's just because they get it to such a pitch sometimes, and because they're such big stars, mm. you know, the expectation is different. And I know I'm going to have to start at ground zero, mm. and half my set might go into rebuilding an audience around what I do. That's all. Yeah. You know, I understand. Yeah, it's not like it's not a total matter of lack of confidence. It's just sort of like I want this to be easier tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't mind if an audience sucks. Yeah, as long as it wasn't done to them before me. Right. Or but, someone. But just, I just, I, it's just what? when I see you, you, you stroke your head sometimes, and yeah. you're kind of like pacing. Yeah. It just, I go, I just go, I just relate to it, and I go, maybe it'll just never go away with for me either. Then. <sighs> It's what? exhausting, dude. No, I'm just, I'm just having this gasp on my own time. Yeah. But you're everything's good with you, right? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like... What do you mean? Well, we talk sometimes. I know, but what is it? What do you mean? Go spill it. Well, you're very excited. Like, since I last talked to you, you've done, you know, amazingly well with the podcast, several of them. Yeah. Changed your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. I mean, every, I time, mean, every time I see you, you're like, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, uh, and thank you yeah, and thank for you. starting the thing. Yeah, yeah. You're a pioneer. I, yeah. have, I have, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been amazing, right? It's been up and down. It's been painful. It's been great. It's been bad. It's been all around. That's life. Sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. been bad and good and, you know, but at the end of the day, I just, honestly, I just, uh, 
you know, I'm 52. Mm. I could die at any moment. Really? And I, I can't, like <sighs> what you said, like the things that go through our mind yeah. at the club, I got to do less of it because it's like, it doesn't make any sense to do it. Less of that kind of thinking. Any of that kind of thinking. But, but not less comedy. No, I, I'm always going to go up. I'm always going to pod. Or, and, and if I, they want me to act, I'll do that. But it's like, it's, you know, those things used to, um, it was like a drug to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It used to feel something inside me. I would get dopamine hits. Yeah, from the, from the laughs. But just not just laughs or getting jobs and success and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. And I realized that none of that is going to fix me. So I've been really kind of just, just pouring my energy into other things, you know? Like what? Like AA and stuff. And that's working? Yeah. Maybe I got to do that. What, are you doing service? Are you doing, well, I, started you my own, I started my own meeting. I yeah. keep inviting to you. You never show up. Uh, it's Wednesday at noon. I know, I, I'm, I know. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to come. <laughs> I don't know. I've not, but I've, the, I haven't been going to meetings. But that has that alone yeah. has done something a little different for my life. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, because it started off with just a few people, but then now... Um, you know, it's a it's a place where I can. You know, there are there are guys mm. that are at our level or a little below yeah. that. You know what I mean? They just feel weird about twelve steps. Yeah, They've never yeah. been sure. And so, you know, I just go up to them and I go, I have this kind of not a private, but like a smaller meeting. You're gonna know the people. Yeah, and I think just try to come, and they do come. I I should go. It'd probably be helpful. Yeah. To me and others. But it's just it's not that. It's just like, I think just getting out of myself is like, yeah. what I mean? It is. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look, dude, I just I just quit nicotine a week ago. Yeah. And I'm losing my fucking mind. Yeah. I'm like a fucking resentment machine. Yeah. I'm like old style. Yeah. Old style. Like, if I don't keep my focus, someone's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to say something shitty. Yeah. I'm gonna do something shitty. I'm gonna eat some shitty stuff, but but I do feel better when I do service in yeah. a way. But I can rationalize anything. Like I, right now, I'm doing service. I'm getting out of myself talking to you. <laughs> it's, Very good. You feel good? Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm talking to yeah, another yeah. alcoholic. Yeah. And this is what what it's built on. Yeah. I mean, but there, there are times I don't need to do. Um, there there are weeks where I don't. I, I'm like not. You know, me calling my sponsor involved. Yeah. Right, but it's like, and I think I could stay. Well, I'll have two years again, two, two weeks from now. That's pretty fresh. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty fresh. Yeah, but I just know because I, you know, I've had twelve years. I've had seventeen years of sobriety before the twelve. So I had twelve years yes. of sobriety. Yeah. So I got sober when I was from seventeen to like twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. And then I, then I had, um, then seventeen years after that, I got a relapse. Oh, the seventeen years. Yeah. Then I had a year, and then now I have two years. Yeah. So it's like, but I know, I, th- the, 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 I just know that lack of meetings and detaching yeah. is, the I think, the thing yeah. that's going to spiral me down. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So much weed around. It's fucking crazy. That's what, dude. I mean, once th- th- there was a, four weed shops down the street, once yeah. they started opening up by my house, yeah. I just knew I was going to relapse. Yeah. And let me tell you something. It's great. It's fucking it's, fantastic. It's the only thing chipping away at me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I'm not feeling craving. Yeah. But, it, like, there's that part of you that's sort of like, it's legal. Yeah. And, but I know it'll completely make me into, like, this detached, kind of haunted, paranoid person. What happened to me, Mark? Because that's what you relapsed you, on. Yeah. 
What happened to me yeah. was I remember I was shooting Magnum PI and I and I was gonna I, in we, Hawaii in Hawaii. So two like two and a half years ago, I was shooting Magnum. I was yeah. gonna relapse. I knew I was gonna relapse. I told everyone I was. Yeah. In fact, I went to a meeting, a men's meeting, in Hawaii. No, here no, in LA. Yeah. And, and a speaker like uh, where there was an audience at a yeah. church, and I announced to the meeting three days from now I'm relapsing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying it here in front of forty men. Yeah. Right, because I want to see if. And everyone came up to me after me, like, don't do it, this and that. But I had already decided. Yeah. So I remember, like, taking a bunch of gummies and getting on the plane to go to Hawaii. And I took it, and I laughed through the whole flight. (laughs) It was one of the greatest human experiences. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then that week in Hawaii was the greatest week of my life. Yeah. Laughing down the street, it was so fun. Yeah. Watching YouTube, it was so great. Yeah. Three months later. Yeah. Smoking 24 hours a day and not being able to get high. Oh. Right? And I couldn't eat. Sleep and I was paranoid and I had suicidal thoughts. It was I. It was fucking terrible. From the weed. From the weed. He's smoking strong weed. Yeah, because you know what they. You know, I read somewhere. Yeah. They said that um people because I had a huge trauma growing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes when we you get talked a, about that last time. as an adult yeah. when you smoke weed, yeah, it has the adverse effects of retriggering it. No, what no. happens is that instead of like getting. Um, hungry yeah. and sleepy. Yeah, you get paranoid. Yeah, you, you, I, I, I couldn't eat for weeks, days. I mean, yeah, I was losing weight. Yeah, and I couldn't sleep. <sighs> it had the adverse effect. No shit. Yeah, yeah. You know how sometimes like like I t- I'm on Ritalin. If I if somebody that doesn't have ADHD yeah. takes Ritalin, they're like hyper. Yeah. But when I take it, I'm mellow. Yeah. I think it's that same kind of realm of. Well, I just i I know that what, what I know how that happens. I, I have memories in my life where drugs stop working, and it's the worst. Yeah, because it just happened with nicotine. Like you know, I saw you the other day. You you say you want me a coke pouch, <laughs> and I was like, I want it so bad, but I just stopped because like it got to that point where I, I was doing it all the time. Uh-huh. I was going to sleep with that shit in my mouth, and then I just started to feel like shit, and my stomach was fucked up, and I'm still doing it, and I'm like. Dude, whatever's going on in your body is mm. is superseding the good effects of this. So either man up and get on real medicine mm. or just fucking go cold turkey and fucking deal. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with taking like Zen, whatever those powers? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just like I get a buzz from it, though. Yeah, so fine. No, no, no. It's not even a problem, but I wasn't getting the buzz as much. Uh-huh. I was just getting nauseous. Uh-huh. It was upsetting my stomach. Okay. I started to think I had pancreatic cancer. I decided that <laughs> I got a, I had a stomach bug and I thought this is pancreatic cancer. Yeah. And then like, who knows? I don't think I do. I went and got blood tests yesterday. Yeah. I've been off the fucking shit for a week and I feel all right. I, I want nothing more than to have one in my mouth right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. I know the withdrawal thing. <laughs> Wait, so how long, how many days has it been? A week. Yeah. First, I did on the first. It's all right. But like, what am I supposed to do? I got off the coffee too. I'm drinking tea. And then your whole life is just sort of like, this isn't what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Yeah, buddy. I think I, when I look at you, yeah. I know we're different on stage. I mean, obviously. Yeah. We just have different approaches when yeah. it comes to comedy and stuff. But yeah. in terms of like people, I think I relate to you more and more as I get older. Yeah. And I look at you, and I go, because, um, are we going to die alone? I don't know. Doesn't everybody? I know, but I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that without a significant other, like, you know, like, just listen, you look at, like, 
movies like Dr. Zhivago or sure. like uh, one of my favorite movies is Paris, Texas. I just watched it again. Are so you good. on Saturday? They're showing it at the Egyptian. Oh, wow. And you know, the, yeah. you know, the heartache of him right. driving off. Him just, you know, the, the love, his love loss, him going into the desert and wandering around the desert. But you know why? Yeah. Because she set him on fire. I know. <laughs> I know. But right, at the right. deep, but that, I know. That yeah. would, that would, yeah, that, but that deep might, down, that, it's like yeah, love yeah, loss. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So it's like, but I, what I'm saying is, is that, and I'm going to uh, honestly yeah. say this. Go ahead. I, I don't know. Since I was in my early twenties, I don't know. I mean, I loved Kalila, the you know my yeah. my ex, yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. And maybe there was, I was in love with her at some point, but it's like, I feel like, and she's a great. But I don't also say, yeah, because people are so harsh with her on the internet, yeah. And I just want to say to people, she's my best friend. I trust her implicitly, and I love her so much. She's a good woman. Yeah. Anyway, that being said. Yeah, I don't know, because I've been dating and stuff, and I don't know if I'm going to fall in love again, dude, ever. Yeah. What? I know, I know, I'm relating. What's that noise? It's me relating. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm seeing somebody, I've been seeing her a long time, and I love her, and we're getting along great, but who the hell knows? I can't commit to something. I don't want to get married again. I've been married twice. You know, twice? We're, I've been married twice. Nishna and somebody before that? No, Mish. yes, Kim. Oh, I don't know. And, you know, I'm just like, it, it scares me because, like, I'm too fucking codependent because mm. eventually I just, so much goes unsaid and then I'm locked in and I'm just trying to make their life better. And, and you know, out of, like, uh, fear, sometimes guilt, sometimes just wanting them to, to, to succeed and stuff. Mm. And then I just start to resent them and it's a fucking nightmare. I don't, like, like, Lynn, she died. I think we we had a shot at it. You know, I think that, you know, in terms of, I did finally surrender to me, to loving her. And then that just got taken away from me, dude. And, you know, it got taken away from a lot of people. But, you know, I don't know what happens after that. And I still I still think, I don't know if I'm ever going to be not fucked up about love. Yeah, man, I'm sorry for even bringing it up, man. Oh, no, it's all right. I mean, you knew her. She I was great. Her. I loved her so much. Yeah. Honestly, like, because, you know, she directed me at something. Yeah. And, and she's like, she, I, honestly, she was like so... Usually when I see directors and stuff, I'm just like, I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. But she was so clear with her notes and yeah. stuff. And I just, and you can tell, honestly, dude, yeah. you guys looked. Correct. Correct. I know. That's the, I think, I, it, you know, you Kills guys me. looked perfect. Like, yeah. like oh, you, you, you look at Lynn, you go, oh, yeah, that makes, like, yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just honestly, when all that went down, I just, I just don't, don't know how. Number one, you stay sober. Yeah. And I just don't know how you. It's just traumatic. I mean, the trauma. Oh God, dude! I like, I don't know where, I don't know what I do with it on a day to day basis. To tell you the truth, you know, because I mean, did you do EMDR and like I did it? Okay, good. I did some EMDR. Yeah. I certainly, you know, like you guys, everyone showed up for me, you know, because it was COVID. I wasn't going to sit here and drink. I didn't even think to drink. Mm. Because there's one fucking thing about drugs and alcohol, like, once you get the hang of being sober, is that you know it's not going to help. Yeah. Like, the, the, if there's one thing you know from spending any time in AA ever, is that it's not going to help. If you forget that or you choose against it, that's fine. Yeah. But you know all this is going to do is lead to more of this. Yeah. But uh, to speak to having somebody you love and you connect that way so deeply— and kind of let let your let go of yourself a little bit 
open up a little bit and then that goes away. It becomes difficult to see because even even if you're dating, you know, there's part of you that's sort of like, what am I even looking for? Like, I'm not, I don't think there's going to be something better. Do you, you know what I mean? You yeah. kind of know what's going on. So you, you're in this world of sort of like, all right, I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't, but I don't think, I don't think we should close the door on it. <laughs> and I think like right now, even talking about it, like yeah. my relationship is, is fine, but like, but I've also surrendered to the idea that. Oh, you're like, in a relationship now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, kid. I love her. Yeah, yeah. But you, but the the thing is, like, you know, I, I I don't know what to expect anymore, and and I'm not saying that I was a totally different person with Lynn, mm. but like the it's jarring, obviously, that she died, and that like it all made sense in the world on paper, emotionally, you know. So it was sort of like I had that moment where I'm like, it it worked out, it fucking worked out. Yeah, I mean, it you know. I'll tell you why I think yeah. it was good is because you know usually like if you know if I'm dating somebody yeah. I don't want to bring them to the store right because that's where my family is yeah. and my friends my place yeah. of work yeah yeah and she was always there and you felt comfortable about it that's right. how I knew it was like yeah. oh she's a part of the group and also she knows all of us too not just because of you because of other work sure. right so she felt like she was a part of the universe of yeah the, yeah, of yeah, the, yeah the comedy yeah. business yeah yeah, yeah who, the ecosystem yeah. of it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then what i'm saying i said i don't know man that's all right yeah all right yeah <laughs> it's all right i mean yeah, yeah i'm it, sorry it, man. well that's what this is what, what life, the fuck is that that's a piece of squash and you're, you're gonna eat that well i just brought it in here today i don't know oh, okay it okay it looks like it's moldy or something oh no, you, it's, it it's puts, roasted yeah roasted with, oh, okay, it's got so. spices on oh, it oh i know that's fine do you like kabocha squash well, i don't want to eat that no no i don't want you to eat it but you don't like it no I, I would never eat that no really it looks like pog pog to me pog pog yeah what's that you don't know pog pog is that what is it what do you mean i don't know what it is pog pog it's, it's a type of dish from for the philippines oh what they do is they um and I'm making fun of Why them. Why am I the asshole here? Like, has everyone heard of Pog Pog? Like, I, I just like, assume that you know what Pog Pog is. I don't know what Pog Pog is. Do you know what um, um, Balut is? No. You don't know Balut? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm well, well, I'll tell you what both the things are. How do you know what they are? Because because my ex-girlfriend, Kalila, okay. Fli- no, 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 let me finish. Yeah. Am I getting too emotional? No. So let me just say something. Yeah. My ex-girlfriend, Kalila, yes, yes. is Filipino, so yeah, we would right. go to the Philippines all the time. Oh. So I know what these things are. Okay, okay. So balut number one is yeah. a, so it's a duck egg. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And basically, like, maybe, like, a month or a couple weeks before it hatches, yeah. then they boil it. Right. And then they- So there's a bird in there. There's a bird in there yeah. with fur and stuff. Oh, yeah. And eyeballs. It's very good. Okay. But pog bog yeah. is, um, and I'm making fun of the Filipinos. I love Filipinos so much. I don't think you're making fun of them. I know, but it's a You're about to? No, not making fun oh. of them. It's just a it's a what they do is they go they go around to like oh. dumpsters mm. and trash and they find food mm. and then they kind of like you know, I think they pan it a little bit like it's gold, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they take old food, seafood, mm. meat, vegetables. Like from, rotten or not rotten? It, it could be. Oh, okay. Right. And then they just deep fry it and then they eat it. Huh. And that's a that's like a delicacy or just no. Something? It's a, it's 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 because you know it's impoverished areas. No, are impoverished. I understand. 
that that makes sense to me. But you're you're talking about it like it's like oh, it's a national dish. Everybody loves it. There's, you can you can oh, get no. it. You can get it in a restaurant no, here. No, 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 There's no. a Pog Pog restaurant down in Melrose. <laughs> Does that what I? No, no, no. Uh, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading. Yeah, into. no. I mean, that, so you're I, saying that looks like garbage. Yeah. Okay. I should just said that. <laughs> I mean, it just looked like it's been there for like a month. No, no, no. It, it's, yeah, yeah. All right. That's I fine. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. When are you getting your car fixed? Probably never. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, I don't care. No, I know you don't care. But it's like one of those. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, people just go, I, I don't care. But it's so funny. Like, you had, well, you had that car like 10 minutes. I know. I was on Laurel. Some guy just smashed and then just drove away. What's it? It's a nice car too. Like nice paint job. What is that paint job? Matte black. Yeah, matte black. It's nice. Yeah, and it looked pretty cool. What kind of car was it? It's still. I still have it. I know. It's an Audi. Yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah. car. I still have it, but um, I don't care about like. like I'm not talking about white people. But I can talk about white people. Well, can I talk about white people? A sure. Bit? Yeah, just, yeah. If you could probably maybe put Jew in there too, like white Jews. I don't. I don't put Jews in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. White people. I don't think it's a white thing. I, I think it's just like some people, I just want to say that. Some people really care. Like, you know, like I had a friend like years ago, had yeah. like a, someone keyed his car. Oh, and he, he, yeah. he, like it just consumed him. And I'm just like, who cares? Well, that's why I don't buy expensive cars. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll fuck up a car almost immediately. I bought a Camry, you know, hybrid. And like three days after I bought it, I fucked the whole door up. And I didn't get it fixed. Uh -huh. And it was just sort of a reminder that, like, see what happens when you get something new and nice? Just have this be here for that. Yeah, yeah. Right? And this car, the the one I have now, it's a top-line Toyota, uh -huh. but it's not, like, fucking fancy. But I've, for some reason, with this one in particular, I'm like, this. I think this car looks cool. Yeah. I don't know why. It's not an Audi. It's not, but, but like, I fuck, it got fucked up because the gardener across the street backed into it and... And, you know, we backed out at the same time yeah. and he knocked the fucking bumper and it looked, it didn't look like a big deal. And I yeah. wanted to get a little body work on it. So I let him off the hook. I'm like, he probably, he doesn't need this stress. I don't want to call his insurance. Oh, see, that's so cool. Yeah. $5,000. Oh. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> do you, do you regret not saying something? No, but no, it, you was a, the money, you know? it was a little more than I anticipated. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was like $2,000, $3,000. Yeah. But you know what? You, you're putting this, you're like more like me. You're putting your money into the house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't do much with money. Yeah. I don't. I don't buy, like, I bought that hat. Yeah, but that hat was crazy. Ugh, I know. It's crazy, that hat. It's great, though. It looks it's great. a great hat. It's great. But can I, I, I wear hats like that. You know I what know. I mean? You know what I mean? I know. I don't think I would ever do it. That, you would not do that? No. I would not do it. Huh. Like, when people see that hat, they're like, what the fuck is that hat? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like a nice thing. Yeah, but it's like I don't think it's. I mean, maybe you're right. It's, it's, I, I, I've never worn it. Like when I see not, it on your it, head. But yeah, it's not the kind of money. Yeah. It's, we don't spend money like that. Sometimes, but we don't. We don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't spend yeah, money like that. Panic. Like yeah, people, yeah. people who have stupid money. Yeah, they have to shop at those places mm. because they don't even. Think, they want to shop at there because they want people to know that money is garbage. Yeah, yeah. It means nothing to them. See, like me, I buy that hat, and I'm going to talk about it with you and other people in a secret way for the rest of my life. And that you, hat is like, it's at the bottom of a hamper in a rich person's house. Yeah, they forgot they even had it. And you it. wear it all the time, so that's yeah. cool. But are you a watch guy too? No, Dean did this. Dean Del Rey. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys, huh? Well, he's just a, like, I got a guy guy. Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden spending $1,000, $10,000 at his guy. <laughs> I know, he's done that to me. Yeah. Hey, he, he, one time he goes... Hey, you got to come down here right now. I go where it was um some store in in Beverly on Little Brea. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I go why? 
they're running out of this jacket. It'll be look perfect on you. And I, I don't know what it was. I was just driving <laughs> to, to La Brea, and I parked, and it was like $750. It's $750. And I bought it. I've no. not worn it once. Ironheart was the store, right? No, I've done that. You've oh. done that with me. No, this was a Montclair <laughs> jacket, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, But it was just like, when he's like adamant about fashion, you know what I mean? Well, it's quite- a very specific thing. Yeah, yeah, And now like, you know, he keeps buying it, but his belly's sticking out. So it's got- <laughs> He keeps buying these little teeny jackets. Yeah, yeah. He opens his act now with it. He just walks on stage. He goes, I know this jacket. Yeah. I'm one sandwich away from not being able to zip it up. Yeah, he, he but he's a great guy. Yeah, he got me these shoes. Oh, those are dope. That's the boot maker, Brian the boot maker. Yeah, yeah. You have like a, sp- like, can I say something? Sure. You have a specific style that you, it'll never go out of style. Your style. Took a while. No, what do you mean? Took a while to find it. Really? Well, I guess not. I, I, before it was more plaid shirts, but now we've, we're in solids. Yeah. But I mean, even yeah. the plaid still will never go out of style. Right, right, but what right. I'm saying is that you have a specific thing. I think I've picked mine too. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like. You can wear anything. You can wear anything. I cannot. That's like not you, true. I know. Why, why would you say something like that? What does that mean? Because sometimes you wear stuff and I'm like, I could never wear that. I can't wear it either, but I still do. No, that's what I mean, but but I like the way it looks on and me. And people make fun of me about it. I don't care. I know, but I'm not making fun it's of you. It's like I'm a saying... peacock thing. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. orange pants are bright. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it. You're just too afraid. I guess that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. I had Lou Adler in here. He's, like, in his 90s. And he was oh, wearing, like, he looked like he bought all his clothes at the place I got that hat. Oh, wow, wow. And he looked real comfortable. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, one of those cool 90-year-old guys. Right, 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 right. But it's a whole thing. You can't just do one thing. <laughs> like you can't just, you know, you can you you do the whole thing. You got you got the Crocs on, yeah, and then everything else comes up from that. Yeah, yeah, kind of makes sense. Well, you do the same thing too. Yeah, but with this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, well, I, I was well, just... we good. We landed on something. <laughs> do you know I was what I mean? To give you, no, a I, I, I appreciate it. To give a fucking compliment. I'm very aware, clothes, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I like that you noticed. Yeah. Also, you and I have similar um, musical tastes, I think. We do? I think so. Like what? I mean, I'm pretty broad. I'm pretty broad, too. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean, okay, I'll throw out an album. Yes. Have you ever listened to the Velvet Underground's third album? Yeah. The Grey album? Sure. Opens with Candy Says. Yeah, over and over. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. That, that whole album. <laughs> yeah. With Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. What goes on? What goes on is one of my favorite, favorite songs, songs in the world. The dueling guitars in the middle of Boy, what's going on. I play that on stage all the time. You do when I when I yeah. do music. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I love it's the best record yeah. ever. Um, I, I can throw you an album that you don't know about. What? So John Cale. Yeah. He, you, you like a solo? Yeah. Paris 1919. Totally. Oh my God! See, I have a reissue and I have an OG. Paris 1919. Yeah, I've got almost all the. I've got a lot of the John Cale records. Yeah, really. Yeah. Hanky panky know how. Yeah. Hanky panky know how. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. another one called Fear. It's very good. I don't know that one. There's a, and then he does some other stuff. He produced all those Nico records. Wow. A couple Nico records. Yeah. And then there's like um, Brian Eno, I'm a big Brian Eno oh, guy. Oh, huge Eno Love fan. Him. Yeah. Love Eno. The best. But what about the, what about new shit? Oh, new like, shit? Are you good with new shit? Some of it. Like what? I listened to the Wet Leg album a couple times. They're called Wet Leg. Uh, yeah. I like, I've been listening to some Courtney Barnett lately. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big thief. 
Yeah, I like them. I, I got like all the their key. records. I like, I like it. It's, it's emotionally jarring for me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. She's intense. She's great. Yeah. yeah. But I got those records. I like them. How about Perfume Genius? Do you like love them? them. Really? Yep. The first two records, fucking oh my love God. them. Yeah, yeah. Even that third record is pretty good. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's got that Blake Mills production. It's kind of a big yeah. thing. Wow. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We but know. The, oh, those first couple Perfume Genius Whoa, records are great. Yeah. yeah. And nobody knows about them, I feel like. Do you? Should, I, I think there's there's a Bowie esque quality. Totally. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, but I feel like no one like it's a secret or something. Perfume genius, but he must do all right. No, he's killing it. He is. I mean, he has his audience. Yeah. You know, what I mean, with this world, who knows? You know. I have no idea what's happening anymore. <laughs> I just don't. What do you mean? What do you mean? I just don't know. Like it's. I like, don't either. It's like, I don't know who new comics are. I don't know how people make money. I find out things every day where I'm like, what? Yeah. How is that person selling out that? Oh, I see what you're saying. But it's just, but it's like, it's not even resentment. It's just that they're like, whatever we came up in, you and I, because I've noticed this about like walking into conversations in the kitchen at the comedy store. Yeah. You were around longer than I thought. You know, you were around, like I got, I left the store, you know, 88, I'm out. But you must have come pretty cl- close no, to No, I came in 95. Oh, but like, you know the old timers. I know a lot of the old timers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they weren't nice to me, but I knew them. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, but they were they were actually, you know, really old by the time you saw them. Yeah, yeah. And they were just kind of old when I knew them. Yeah. Uh, but I saw them at the beginning of their decline. Ah. Uh, like, I saw the beginning of the end of Jeff Altman. Oh, I yeah, saw- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was there, and mm. they were mean, and also- yeah. Not mean, but they were like not inviting. But it's also they were also in decline. So yeah. I didn't, and also comedy in general was in decline. It was a mess then. So I didn't know what the fuck was what I signed up for really. You know, obviously, you know, in '95 when I started, yeah, I worked at the La Jolla Comedy Store, and I remember they had this yearbook. Yeah, and um, I picked up the yearbook. I think you're in it, and um, I doubt it. And anyway, there was you know, and I looked at this Japanese lady. And yeah. she was just. A lot. There's a lot of photos of her in there. Yeah, and I'm like, who is this? And I'm also like, you know, she came before me. Yeah. And so when I became a regular, Mitzi would like on the because I would work the door in La Jolla on the weekends. Yeah. And all the headliners that would come through MLA, yeah. she would have me MC. Yeah. Some of the shows. Yeah. So I MC'd with Tamayo a couple of times. Yeah. And she helped me Im- immensely. She because at that time I was very self-deprecating, especially with being. My my ethnicity, you yeah. know what I mean, like yeah. you know, to, talking down about it. Mm. And she came up to me and she goes, "Bobby, you don't have to talk down. You have to say the same joke, but spin it so you're, you know, positive about it." Mm. And it was like a, a little tweak in my, yeah, you know I mean in my act. Yeah, and she really helped me out. And then I didn't see her. I moved to LA, never saw her. And then one day I was walking down Sunset, and I see this Japanese woman. She looked homeless. Yeah. And she came up to me. She goes, Bobby, Bobby, it's Tamaya, Tamaya. I go, holy fuck. And she goes, I live in Hawaii now. And I go, oh, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. And she goes, look at, I don't know how, she had a digital photo, like a camera. Uh-huh. And she goes, look, I live in the jungle. I go, oh. And she goes, and look, I eat cat meat. And I, go, and I look on this board, like it's like a chopping board. Yeah. That, a makeshift in one a that picture. she made. In a picture. And on the side of, yeah, on the side of, I see a severed cat's head. So she lives in the jungle hunting cats. And then I was telling somebody the other day about it. I'm not kidding you. You're telling me about it. And then they Googled it and it was on YouTube. 
So she's putting it on YouTube. I, I there was a photo. There's videos of it on YouTube. Uh-huh. Or Vimeo or one of those. You know what I mean? Is this a new, is she trying to be a very specific type of influencer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But she went, and because, you know, you, yeah. you, know, I, you, know, you I have three cats. You yeah, have yeah, three cats, yeah. you know. I love cats. Yeah. It was very jarring. Sure. Well, there's a lot of them out in the wild doing nothing but killing off birds. Oh, right. So right. maybe, so maybe she's... <laughs> Maybe there's a, right, right, right. a balance to be found. Maybe we'll found. see her on planet Earth or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Tamayo. It's so sad, though. Sometimes I wonder about the people when they come around, you know? Like, it's wild. But what, because I was telling Frank the other day, he's a younger comic, and he's, he came up to me, he was like, so... Frank? Uh, Which guy's that? Frank, um... Is he a store guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. What the fuck is that? Anyway, um, and he was came up to me, and he goes, you know, I was, he goes... I don't ever want to end up like that. Like you know, Tamayo? Like no, he goes, just end up like a comic that almost made it, and they fizzle out, and nothing happens toward the end, and they still chase it. Oh, dude. I know. And I go... You can't... Yeah. What? How are you going to know? When do you make that decision? What did you tell him? Look, I said... Well, I said it was positive. I go, well, in this age of the internet, yeah. you know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. got a shot at any age. Yeah, I yeah. think that's true. I think... A lot of those guys, like Altman, they could have maybe... Dude, some of them have AOL accounts. <laughs> I mean, you oh, know, I, that's, I know, that's the level you're talking about. I know. I know. Like, if you don't... Like, I'm just on the cusp of... Like, I'm, like, on the cusp of Gen X. Yeah. And I had to adapt just by nature of the business. I yeah. was of an age where it was still possible. But guys 10 years older than me? Yeah. Good fucking luck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't have the access to it. Well, they they did, but they just didn't make the jump or have the incentive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess there's a lot of fear, and you know, I mean, there's a, also at, when the internet first started, we had no idea what it was going to be. Yeah, but I'm done, dude. I can't do any more platforms. Like I, you know, yeah. Like and like, even the fact that we don't do a video podcast, which is fine, but you know, that's the future. And you know, TikTok, like I got a guy doing it, and I think it might help raise awareness of where I'm working. Uh-huh. That's all I'm yeah. looking for. I don't fucking need anything else, but it seems very difficult now to just get people who want to see you to know where you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I started the podcast. I was looking at that, dude. When I started a fucking yeah. podcast, I was like, I can't do it. I can't be a B-room headliner chasing this thing. I can't do it. I'd rather be dead, and I'm not set up to do anything else. But so you were, because I remember when, because um, I used to open for Mencia back in the day, mm-hmm. and I remember one of it, I think his second special, yeah. it was in a clump, and you were one of the other guys. Yeah. It was you, Mencia, and also Janine, I think. Oh, that was, a, that was with the comedy, it's, that was the HBO Half Hour. Yeah, in San Francisco. In 95. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I f- was opening for Mencia back mm-hmm. then, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing you going, oh, that guy's so great, right? Mm. So what I'm saying is, is that I don't know, and then I remember seeing you in the movie uh, Almost Famous. Yeah. And then after that, I didn't see you until you came to the store many years later. So I don't know what had happened to you. So like six years later, five or six years later, I was just hammering it out. You know, I was I never stopped doing stand up. But the bottom line is, no matter how many Conans, no matter what, I just was not manifesting an audience. Mm. I couldn't sell tickets. Yeah. And ultimately, with club work, and I was never good at ne- at being you know, like being nice on the road to club owners and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't understand how the business worked. Yeah. But ultimately, by the time I started the podcast, it was like fucking, there was no way I was selling tickets. Yeah. 
It just wasn't a reality. Yeah. And if you can't do that, you have no... You have nothing. Right. Yeah. As a comic... You have nothing, yeah. 50 Conans... Yeah. Couldn't sell half a house doing those fucking fallout improv weeks. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But now you have this. And it's oh, no, I'm not complaining. Right. I will never do an improv, though. Why? Because they never fucking gave me real weeks. But I guess I couldn't sell tickets. Those fucking Tuesday nights. You could do nights, it now. I don't want to do them. I don't want to make them any money. Are you being real? Yeah, totally. You still have those grudges? Couple. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Like, I'll never play La Jolla because of yeah. one grudge. Really? Yeah. And so I'll just, those grudges, but that's not healthy. There's only one or two, and I don't feel bad about it. It's just like, you know, after, you know, these people, because I've been doing it longer than you, right? Yeah. And I've been in this business since I was, what, 22, and now I'm 60. So, like, 38 years or so. Wow. Since 1988, working professionally. First TV sets, evening at the Improv, Caroline's Comedy Hour, 1989. In 1992. Wow. Okay? So I've seen all of these people that are still in this game on either side of the fucking aisle, meaning either in front of the camera or behind it, for that long. So I saw all these agents, these publicists, these managers. I saw them all come up, right? Comedy clubs. And I can tell you one thing for fucking sure. The improv did nothing for me. Nothing. You know, they'd go like, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. And they'd throw me a couple bones. And I'd go down there. I'd go down to fucking Irvine. Wouldn't sell shit. And I had to deal with that goddamn staff. Like, God, this sucks. I'm like, tell me about it. So, like, ultimately, <laughs> or they give you those Tuesday nights with the free tickets. Yeah. Fuck it. So, I just have a resentment in terms of, like, they weren't fully supportive. But, you know, as I'm talking about with you now, another sober person. Maybe as maybe I should own my side of it. Maybe because I could. This couldn't. is before podcasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So all right. So all right. So I mean, my, uh, my side of I it is uh, I couldn't sell tickets. Yeah. I mean, after Mad <laughs> like, TV, right? Yeah, yeah. I could not sell tickets. Yeah. Right. I remember doing a show at Caroline's the last time I played it. Yeah. And I sold twelve tickets, second oh, show on a Saturday. No. Right. And they still made me do it. And it was so embarrassing. And I remember Paul Mooney and Chris Rock being there. Like, in the I could see them in the room yeah. going, hurry up. Because oh, they, they had the, the next show. The next show yeah. right? And I just remember going, oh, I'm out of the business. Yeah. I'm out of the business. So I've had those moments. I had years of that. <laughs> I know. But my point is, yeah. is that, but it shifted. Yeah. So why not be magnanimous? And changed, right? Yeah. So just be that guy because that's who you are. Yeah. Because inevitably, you were always going to be here. Right. No, I. that's true. And maybe I should shut up. Shut the fuck up, man. You know, because I used to be mad at, like, the guy who used to book Catch in New York. But he eventually gave me Carnegie Hall. Yeah. And, like, I should just let it all go. Let it go. Yeah, man. But you won't. No, I will. I just, I don't really love that that Melrose room, to be honest with you. That's a tough room. And it was tough before they fixed it. Yeah. Whatever they did to it. It's a the tough original room. improv was hard. Ceilings are very high. Mm. It's weird. And the audience sits in this little bucket. And then you got the people out and back. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, I, have a, I have a problem with cobs. It's the worst. The new cobs? I hate it. The, the old cobs were the second cobs. When I was in at San Francisco, that was the second cobs down in the cannery was yeah. the best room in the world. Wow. And then there apparently was one before that that was good. Yeah. But then when, you know, Tom moved it into that fucking old theater there. Yeah. And then Live Nation took over. That is the worst fucking room in the world. If it's not packed. Yeah. 
Good luck. I've had disasters in that room. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I mean, if I haven't played San Francisco in a long time, but if I were going to play, I'd play the punchline. Of course. You know what I mean? I don't care. The people, my agents go, well, you can make so much money in clubs. I don't give a fuck. I, I want to, I don't want to struggle. Well, you, but you just add, you can just add more shows. You know, that whole, you can make so much more money thing. Yeah. Like I did, like I didn't, I didn't plan it, but I'm trying to work out the new set and I did Portland Helium. You know, and I can do theaters in Portland, but I yeah. just wanted to work out. And I ended up doing six shows. Wow, I love that room. Yeah. And you make good cash. You'll You're make as cat. much as a night at the I theater. Know, I know. But it's a lot more work. And I was Is pretty it, tired. Though? Six shows, hour plus. I mean, so I, I opened for Segura a week ago in Hawaii. Yeah. And and I God bless him. Yeah. You know, do you like Tom? Yeah, I love him. I love him, Tom. Yeah. 6,000 seats. Yeah. And I went up there. It was I had a great set. Yeah. Is it fun? No. Not for a stadium. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's it's you, got, you can't see number one, you can't see anybody. And you gotta pace yourself all different. Right, right. And you're kind of floating up there like you're in space. Right. And I'm great. I'm so grateful, dude. Sure. I, Mark, I'm so grateful. I know. Don't get me wrong. I know. I'm just saying, just technically. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm Is doing it, a whole bit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About how I'm like I'm not an arena act. I have friends who are arena act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tell a story about doing an arena and I go at the end of it, I go like, you know what? I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything worked out for me. Yeah. And I, when I watch my friends, yeah. are, are, my friends are, at, are, I can't believe it. Yeah. I really can't. Yeah. What, doing arenas? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, because I remember, at, Sebastian has it on tape. I, I was there the first time he ever went up. You were? Yeah. I'm yeah. on the, I'm like, I. He I waited on me at the hotel he used to work wow. at. Like, I remember like, because I remember seeing him at the store. Yeah. Like once or twice. Yeah. And I had a meeting. I don't remember if it was, it wasn't the Four Seasons. It was another one down in Hollywood. Yeah. Where he was a waiter. Yeah. And he came out and it was that weird moment where I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I I remember before he, he hit. And I remember he was terrible. Yeah. And I remember then like years later, I remember him coming to my, I used to have that apartment on Beachwood and he used to come over and work on auditions and he yeah. had two lines. Yeah. And he would not get it. Yeah, and he just never gave up. But just I was in Vegas with Andrew a month ago, and I was at the win at and, Santino with Santino. Yeah, with Santino, and I see one wall. It's like one of those, like, you know, yeah. televised. What yeah. do you call it? LED, uh, LED walls. LED walls. Yeah, it's just his face. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm walking. It's like I'm half a mile this walk. Yeah, and it's his whole like his face just keeps appearing. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's in my mind. It's like I just can't believe it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty much mind boggling. I'm happy for most people, to be honest with you. <laughs> you are. Yeah. But there's, there's a, some, but there's some you're not. Yeah, there's some. There's some I'm not because. Well, arena. The, the arena thing is not to take anything away from anybody, mm. but personally, I don't know who the fuck would go see a comedy show in an arena. Yeah. Like, I do a whole bit on stage right now about how I'm not a casino act, and it's not that I couldn't do it. Yeah. It's just like you know. I'm I'm just not that guy. Yeah. Like I and I say I think even if my fans were in Vegas for some reason, it wouldn't be because they just went to Vegas for fun. Uh, they were like, oh, Annie's thing is in Vegas. We got to go or so whatever. Yeah. But even if you were my fan and you saw that wall, yeah, like Sebastian, it was my face. If you're my biggest fan, you'd be like, I don't know. It seems a little heavy for Vegas, right? <laughs> Like, you know, isn't yeah, he coming yeah, yeah. by our house? We, we should just wait, you know? Because yeah. we, I'm just starting to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my nature. But well, you couldn't see Lenny Bruce in a, th a stadium. 
No, of course not. All that shit's so it's a whole different market. Yeah, 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 it, the, yeah. The, the, it's like there's a big cash grab going on right now, and, yeah. and fine, it's fine, yeah. But the thing that the only thing that does bother me is that you know whatever system we came up in, mm. you want it to still matter, but I don't know if it still does. Like I think there is plenty of people that are not good comics, but they've built an audience somehow, mm. and they can sell a lot of tickets. So the integrity of what they do is not great. But, you know, the ticket sales are what they are. Yeah. It, I, I, and it, it, I don't hate those people, yeah. but, but it's just sad to, to see a system fall apart. Yeah. I, I, the other day I walked by Dana Gould. Oh, yeah. You like but him? Just, sure. I, I, I'm a I huge love fan. Yeah, he's the best. I don't know him. Oh, why not? Like, I've never really talked to him. Every time oh. I see him, I get so nervous. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like a genius. And the other day he said... Hello, Mr. Lee, or something. Shook oh. my hand. Yeah, I was like, "Holy fuck!" You know what I mean? Like, I get, ex- but and I watch him. I don't know what. I don't know if he's a stadium act or what no, he does. No, no, no. He's wise. like, he's a. But I, he's like a genius. He's I like know. a prodigy. But I, when I watch him, I go, yeah. "Dude, I saw a, when I was not in high school, but in my early twenties, I had Showtime. Yeah, and I saw one of his early specials, yeah, yeah. and I saw a man, a kid, yeah, sweating, yeah, right, and talking about." pain yeah. on stage as yeah. a stand-up. Yeah. And so when I see him now, I, in my mind, I'm like, why isn't this guy a stadium act? We've been saying that for decades. Like, Dana? He, sure. Because I come up around the same time as him. Yeah. I remember seeing him on stage when he was probably 20. Yeah. Before wow. he moved to San Francisco. Wow. And he was always sort of like that guy. And like, I used to ask myself that all the time. How is this guy not the biggest comedian in the country? Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't know about stadiums, but because we came up at the same time, even like the biggest club act. Yeah. Why isn't this guy the most important comic ever? You believe that? Yes, I do. I believe that too. Yeah. I look at him I, and I watch clips of him. I go, oh my God. But now I, we're kind of older guys and like I can <laughs> see the, the machine working. The same with Maria Bamford. But, but the truth of the matter is, it's like, you know, they're not for everybody. And this is the other problem I have with yeah. the tribalizing of comedy where you get a bunch of meatheads that are like, fuck you, that's not comedy. He's selling out stadiums. You're not funny. All right. So there's this judging of comics in a- in Are a, they doing that? In a sports Are they doing fashion. that? Yes. Yes. Okay. If you rail any criticism of YouTube comics, Matt yeah. Rife or anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lesions of meatheads who call themselves comedy fans based yeah. on the competitive nature of what's been established by the Austin school. Yeah. That you, what happens is, wow. you know, you, you get this sports-like attitude. Uh-huh. It's like, you can't sell that many tickets. You're not as funny. This deciding tone yeah. of what is and isn't funny is such bullshit because the best comics, the most interesting people, almost no one knows. Yeah, you're right. And it's just the way it is. As a comic, I can see it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. But I don't know why. Because they're challenging. Yeah. I mean, the people that are hugely successful, they don't, they're not that provocative. And when they are provocative, they can't shut up about it. And it's not even real. Like, I don't want to get canceled. You won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking hack. Yeah. I remember seeing, I don't want to say his name, wow. okay. but I saw a guy, a friend of mine, Yeah. and he, you know, after a set, he's in a stadium, yeah. and he tells everyone to pull out a lighter or a fucking, you know what I mean, a camera yeah, yeah. Sure. right? And he's just like, not like, he's kind of like on stage, like almost oh, like Oh, for Jesus, the picture? Yeah. Like a photo? Yeah. Right, and everyone's standing, yeah. you know what I mean, almost worshiping him, Yeah. right? Behind him. Yeah, yeah. behind him. 
and I vomited on my phone. I, I literally had a, a reaction to it. Wow. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. That's insane. Well, this is marketing. So it's like if the brand and the marketing and the sort of, you know, the the job of self-promotion is the art. Yeah. Then I guess that's where we're at. Yeah. Wow, that guy's amazing at promoting himself. Yeah. Look at all the people he's yeah, brought Yeah, but can in. I make an argument, though? Because me, me and Andrew went on the road. And also, like, they laugh. They laugh. Yeah, right? me and Andrew went on the road yeah, together yeah. promoting Bad Friends. And I like Andrew. Right? Yeah. And funny. we did 5,000 seat That's things. Good. I mean, is is that. But we're also. Should we just play clubs? I mean, what's the other. No, no. We're just talking about what we enjoy okay. and what's comfortable okay. or where things happen. And whether or not you and I love doing, you know, smaller rooms because we're insecure or because it's actually better, I don't know. I love it. Me too. Do you know why? I love looking at their faces. Yeah. And I like, I just like being, not touch them, but being that, because you, it's an energy, oh, energy yeah, definitely, exchange. Definitely. Yeah. But like 5,000 for you and Andrew, I mean, you guys earn that and you both have fans and you have this relationship yeah, yeah. with your fans and yeah, they're yeah. excited to see you. And, and it's like, it, neither one of you guys cut any corners. Right. We didn't. No. No, well, you're right. We didn't. Yeah, so it's not like, I'm you know, like. too. Like, I, I've been in it since. Dude, you, yeah. you guys paid your dues. Yeah, all right. But also, but it's a whole different thing, and it's so exciting that people want to come hang out just to watch, you know, you guys talk. Yeah, yeah. You're That's right. A, you're yeah. right. And I just like, uh, I like meeting them. Yeah. We do a meet and greet, and it's fun. You do? You, char- you charge for it? The meet well, and greet? Why? Do you, do you like why, why do you ask? I'm curious about. Yeah, not a lot. But it's a VIP ticket, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I'm not judging. Like a hundred? Okay, I'm not judging. I'm just you can't asking meet everybody. I do it for I, free. What the fuck are you talking about? I I didn't even say this. See, this is where you and I get into oh, right. problems. <laughs> like you decided. You're right, I, you're right. You're right. You're right. You you that was me, dude. Oh, you. That was totally me. Yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. That was me. You and I get into these pockets. Well, yeah, where yeah, you just yeah. assume that I say one word and you're like, you can't just tell me that my my. I know because and- because 12 years ago you weren't like this. I didn't, but you. I thought you you, you probably assumed a lot of things about me. You're too. right. You. I think I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. So I watched the movie. Oh, we have to talk about Esther's that. movie. We have to talk about that. We we don't have to, but I we have will. to. I have to. Yeah, that's why I'm here. But can I? Can I, can I, can I got to pull out this thing that they sent me. Talking points. No, Drugstore June will open exclusively in select theaters February 23rd, 23rd, 2023. Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny, like, you know, uh, Bill and Al over there, it's like they're running a studio system for comics. Yeah. Like like, everyone in the movie is a comic. I think it's kind of great. Yeah. You know, like Bill's in it for a minute. Al's in it for a minute. Matt Walsh, I saw Matt Walsh. Steph Tolev's in it. Yeah. Uh, You're in it. Uh, Obviously, Esther's the lead. Um, Trevor Wallace has a little thing in there. Which one's he? You know Trevor Wallace? Do I? Well, he's a comic, very young guy. Is he? What he works at the counter at the Dumbfounders in it. A Nick Rutherford, people that some guys I don't know. Yeah, yeah, side but, people, but a lot of people. Haley Joel Osment. Oh, yeah, it. he's great. Yeah. The funny thing is about Esther and even her show with uh, Benji. Uh, what was that one called? Do you remember her name of her TV yeah, show? I don't remember. I did uh, it. I forgot. Um, but <laughs> there's a tone that the I guess it's sort of a millennial tone. Mm. Uh, that she does mm. that is kind of like uh, it's like over the top uh, in, in, in a kind of an affect yeah and it kind of really works in the movie though did you really like it yeah it really yeah I didn't I didn't know if I would oh right right and the reason I liked it is because she's doing a thing yeah 
She's not a bad actress. This is a character she's doing. Mm. And it's stilted. But it's like it's sort of detached from reality. And I think what that says about her generation is true. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost a take on that. Yeah. So, yeah, because of that, I did like it. Yeah, it was a challenging part for me, my part, because I there was nothing funny in it. But you were sweet. Yeah, I was sweet and straight. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah? Yeah, because it's, usually it's like sometimes when I'm on uh, in movies and stuff, yeah. I can I can go here, I can do yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah. this one was challenging, and the reason why I liked it is because I had to, you know, and, you know, I had to take, they would say, tone it down, tone it down, yeah, yeah, and yeah. be real and listen, and so... It was interesting, but I no, really like my part. No, I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, yeah. You, you were like the voice of sanity. Yeah, sanity. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and you were and you definitely showed up uh, with the emotions, and it was good because there wasn't a lot of that in the movie. I mean, you yeah. were the guy. Yeah, but here's what I like about it too: is I think that this could be a template of how we do smaller movies from now on. Uh huh. I mean, if you look at the cast, she wrote it right. Yeah, but it's like Nick, yeah. Goosen, and yeah. Bertolina, and, and Jordy, and yeah. all these people that are involved in it. Yeah. We've all known each other for years. We're all friends. Yeah. And it's like, it's not about money, really. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. about, um, you know, being making something with a bunch of, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Making something with your friends. Yeah, it felt like like, like yeah, all yeah. things comedy is now like this weird, interesting studio system for comedians. Yeah. Like the yeah, same with Bill's movie. They did Bill's movie and they're yeah. doing specials and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I um you know, I love them and it's also um you know, I you know, I had some hard times last year. I don't want to talk about it, but they really were they really brought, I left them. Tiger Bear left all things comedy. Yeah. And then they brought me back and I really appreciate them. I I, I love them. The one you do with Andrew or the other one? Tiger Belly, yeah, my other one. Yeah. Yeah. You're back with them? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm back with him. Yeah. And I should have never left. Okay. Yeah. But it all worked out. It all worked out. But I love all those guys. And I um, I think people should watch it because it's like, I don't know. I think it's uh Yeah, it's a, a cute new... It's a cute movie. Okay. It's funny. She's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah. You're good. Thank and you. it's it's odd, but it 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 clo- it's it's tight. You know, yeah. it's not like nothing's undecided. Yeah. Not, everything's intentional. Uh-huh. And and it's heightened to, in, to make it funny. Mm. Like, so I thought it was fun to watch it. Uh-huh. And I know all you guys. Yeah. I'm not being diplomatic. I know. I'm just, I know. There's, I'm not humoring There's you. one thing that happened that I, they said not to talk about. What? And I can't talk about it. But I, I want to. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Well, I, can I just say, I, I don't think that girl care. Yeah. Just real quick, okay? Because yeah, yeah. I know we're at the end, right? Yeah. All right. So the first day was a devastating for me because I memorized. Yeah. <laughs> I memorized a completely different scene. Yeah. And then when I showed up, it was a d- even crazier scene of a lot of dialogue. They switched the schedule. Yeah. Oh, no, I uh, fucked up. Oh, okay. And I showed up. Yeah. And it was chaos. Oh, really? Me and Nick screaming at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. He's but, a director. Yeah, Nick Goosen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was like. You know, like the tone, like when Christian Bale went crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that kind of tone. But it was the first day. It was the first you, day. You were having your own issues. Yeah, but then the, the weekend we talked. Yeah. And then the, and the next, it went well for the rest of the thing. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. I don't know. No, because like it happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get it all in your head. It's the first day of shooting. You want to show up for it. But don't you realize, though, after a certain point with shooting TV and movies that, you know, 
if you show up and things are changed, that you just got to be like, oh, just give me a half hour. And yeah. Focus, and let me focus on this. It's so funny. It's like, I thought that I didn't have a voice uh, as an actor. Yeah. But now it's like, no, I'm not doing that right now. Just give me a second. Yeah. You're right? Yeah. Or like, you know, before, like, for 20 years, I never used to even talk to the director or the producer yeah. or other actors. Right. Yeah. But now it's like, I, when I'm on a set, yeah. I go right up to them and go, yeah. all right, let's, let's go through lines. Yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. do you want? How about this? Who's going to run these yeah, with me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, thanks Good. for having me on. I really appreciate it. I, I wish I could come back um, not another 11 years from now. But, okay, yeah, anytime you, you want. Know. Yeah, this is fun. It was a fun have me back on yours. I love it. I can. We uh, maybe I can show you how to do some other thing that you should know. Yeah, I, I have so many things. How do you think today went? Great. Okay, good. That was me and Bobby. That's how me and Bobby do it. The movie he's in, Drugstore June with Esther Pavitsky, comes out February twenty third. You can also check out his podcasts, Tiger Belly and Bad Friends. Hang out a minute, people. Hey, folks, the latest edition of Producers Cuts is available for full Marin subscribers. You can hear some of the things that got cut out of recent WTF episodes and find out why they got cut. What wound up happening here was something Mark recorded literally the day after a really upsetting thing happened to him with uh, an argument he got in with a friend or, as you'll hear from this description, a, a former friend. I feel like Mark's emotions around it were still very raw. He was still dealing with it from the day before. And I kind of felt like it was just the type of thing he needed to let out of his system. And he did it on the mic and didn't exactly intend for everyone to hear it. So I I brought that up to him. I said, I don't think that this section where you talked about your uh, friend and the falling out you had is worth going into the episode. And he agreed. In fact, as you'll hear, the very last thing he says um, kind of leads you to the impression that he kind of just had to get this off his chest. So uh, here you go. You can hear Mark talking about something that was kind of um, intense and upsetting, and it had just happened. But now it's okay for you, Full Marin subscribers, to hear it and kind of know what Mark was going through at that time. Full Marin subscribers get new producer cuts every month. Sign up by going to the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus. I kind of, this is some, this is pretty lazy guitar, but it's nice. It's nice.
Power lives. Monkey and La Fonda. Cat angels everywhere. Thank you. 